Welcome to the Hunting for Purpose podcast, the official podcast home for all human design manifestors. I'm your host, Holly Marie, a 4-6 clinic manifester, a certified human design teacher, and a manifester who is following her own creative urge to facilitate a thriving global community of aligned, powerful manifestors. Wherever you are at in your manifester journey, or even if you are here just because you love a manifester and you want to understand them a little bit more, this podcast is the place for you. Stick around for in-depth teaching, for real-life practical tips and understandings of the manifester journey, and how to become aligned and powerful and thriving as a manifester. You are here for global impact. You are here to change the world. The time is now. The journey is yours. This podcast is your home. Hello, hello, beautiful manifestors, and welcome back for another episode of the Hunting for Purpose podcast. If you are a non-manifester who is listening to this, perhaps because you like supporting manifestors in your life, perhaps just because you like learning about manifestors, perhaps you're just way into the human design system and you want to soak up all the goodness, welcome, welcome. You are very, very warmly welcomed and accepted into this space. Today, we are finishing up a three-part series all about manifestors and money. So in the first part of this series, we spoke about how manifestors actually receive money. What, what is it that we do? How do we experience life and, and our role as manifestors and receive financial abundance for it? Part two, we went all into the things that block money coming to you as a manifestor, looking at fears, looking at doubt, looking at conditioning. And this final part of the series, part three, this is going to be looking more into the specific of business for manifestors and how that connects with money. So if you are a manifestor in business, or perhaps even if you're somebody who's coaching or teaching a manifestor in business, and you just really want to learn about this from a manifestor perspective, this is going to be a great episode. We're going to go into a bit of business strategy as well, which is definitely part of my jam um, as a manifestor who has been in business for over 13 years. And this is my fourth financially successful business among, you know, many, many other unsuccessful businesses, business strategy, things like pricing, things like selling. That is such just a a really fascinating area of business to look through the lens of the manifesto. So let's not fluff about it anymore. Let's just dive straight in. We're going to talk about how to price things as a manifesto and also looking at all of the ways that we can um, effectively sell things as a manifestor in business and how those things unlock money coming to us. So pricing for manifestors is such an interesting area of manifestor energy. We get a lot of insight in human design about pricing, okay, and, and utilizing our defined energy, really understanding how our conditioning in our undefined energy is impacting that. We, of course, have a lot of business strategy floating around out there about pricing um, and about how to price things. I, I believe that pricing things in business is a fusion of many different systems, and it's this is definitely my undefined Arjna talking here is that I say, look at all of the systems and just pick the ones, you know, the parts that feel really good to you. If you have a defined Ajna, you might be a bit more clinical and a bit more structural about it, but pricing in business is not ever going to come down to just one answer, right? You're never going to kind of have like a a spreadsheet or a flow chart that's going to say, this is exactly what you should price in order for it to be perfect so that everyone can afford it, so that everyone's happy with it, so that you receive all of the money that you want and so that you never question your decision. 
as all humans, we, we are always going to question our pricing because what we're being asked to do with pricing is to place a physical metric. We're being asked to place a dollar ticket, a price, a number on the value of what we are creating, but also on the value of who we are, of our time, of our energy and of our skills. Okay, and so we do see this in the online space in particular, we see a real sliding scale of pricing. I mean, we can have some person who charges $20,000 for a course and another person who's doing almost exactly the same thing for $200. So even though we have a lot of kind of old, old business structure, old business mindset that says pricing is based on industry average, that's really relevant to brick and mortar business and, and to the e-commerce that's involved in brick and mortar business, like retail, like service industry, tourism, all of those places. You, you really do need to honor industry averages because you need to be competitive in the industry field with your pricing. But that's old school business. That's really not relevant to the online entrepreneurial space. And, and like I said, we do see that already. We see that there is this huge sliding scale of pricing in the online space, which leaves people even more confused because it's then, well, if, I, if I'm needing to be meeting the industry average and kind of matching myself or do I sit at the bottom, at the top, in the middle, it's very, very hard to judge. Very, very hard to judge. And there are so many factors that contribute to people's sliding scales of pricing in that. People who highly value themselves are going to put a higher price ticket. People who have a bigger audience or a bigger following are probably going to put a higher price ticket. People who are just new to the game are probably going to put a lower price ticket. People who have not yet discovered really um, the way to communicate with their audience are probably going to put a a lower price ticket on it. People who are releasing something that has never been seen before are either going to put a really high price ticket or a really low price ticket and probably not anything in between. So... Pricing based on this this sliding scale or trying to do industry average is not effective and it's definitely not helpful for a manifester. That is because as manifestors, when we're in business, we are selling our initiations, right? We are selling based on what we have initiated. We've created something, we've initiated it, and therefore we are selling that, whether that is a service whether it's coaching, it's teaching, it's a digital course, it's a program, it's a certification, whatever that may be, or whether it's a product, a physical product creation or a digital product creation. What we're doing is that we're selling our initiations, right? And that comes with its own particular army of difficulties because we already feel vulnerable. We already feel exposed. We already are experiencing those doubts and those fears and those conditionings around receiving money for what we are initiating. But the real challenge comes in trying to compare ourselves to other people to develop our pricing. How can we compare ourselves to develop our pricing around what we're selling if what what we're selling is our initiation that has never been seen before? We have nothing to compare it to. We have no averages. So immediately we feel confused as manifestors about pricing. Immediately as manifestors, we, we feel like, oh my goodness, I, I just have no idea. I have no idea where to do this. And so I'm probably just going to put a lower price tag on it to make me feel better about how vulnerable I already feel, right? If I put a lower price ticket, people are going to buy it. But we all know that that's not true. The consumer psychology actually says the opposite. 
that a higher price ticket entices more people to buy, whereas a lower price ticket entices more people to believe that it lacks value. So manifestors get caught in that trap pretty regularly in business. But one area additionally around pricing that I want to bring to your attention is that as manifestors, because we're initiating blindly, because we're initiating things that we've never seen before, we've never known them before, it's always a new birth, it's always a new creation, and, and we don't get the full details of it. We don't understand the full complexity. We really don't know everything about what we're initiating until it's initiated, until it's done, and then we have the ability to reflect on it. That means that when we're pricing our initiations, we're really guessing. We're guessing at, well, I think this is going to be the value of it. I think this is how much it's going to be worth. But I don't really know because I haven't seen it in totality yet. I haven't seen it in its full completeness yet. So I don't know exactly how much is involved in it. And I don't know exactly how much of my skill, how much of my time, how much of my energy, how much this is going to impact other people because I haven't seen it. I've only seen a portion of the picture. And what a lot of manifestors struggle with, and certainly this has been part of my journey as well, is struggling with pricing an initiation and getting it out there and having it be successful and then realizing I could have charged so much more for that. Because so much more work went into that than I thought. And you criticize yourself and you judge yourself for making a mistake, for getting it wrong. And I want to flip that narrative. I want you to understand that this is probably always going to be part of your journey for pricing as a manifester. On the first time out for something, you are probably always going to at least in some way underprice it. Because you don't understand the full extent of what you've initiated until you've done it and then you can reflect on it. So the benefit here really comes in being able to create things that you are happy to repeat. It's not very common for manifestors to repeat stuff, but every now and then we do. And adjusting that pricing up, right? When we know better, we do better. Put that price up the second time round. Or in creating something that can then become passive, So that at any point in time, we can just adjust that pricing up. We can create an initiation that's perhaps a live product. Maybe maybe we're doing like a live teaching masterclass and we sell it for $50. But then when we've run the masterclass and we've put all of the work into it, we realize, oh my gosh, that thing was worth $150. And I so underpriced that and I so undervalued at that. Well, honey, list that as a masterclass replay. List it as a passive digital product and put a $150 price ticket on it. Therefore, you're not putting in any more of the work. You're not doing any more initiation, but you're still receiving the money from it and it's still adjusted to the value that you need it to be now that you understand what value is actually in it. Okay, moving on to selling as a manifester. I could probably do a whole series of podcast episodes just on selling as a manifester. And I think that this is something that I will revisit in in further detail later on. But for now, I just want to kind of scratch the surface of selling as a manifester in business. I really just kind of want to scratch this surface of what does it mean to sell as a manifester in business? And what I want to bring light to is the differences between our selling and perhaps the generators and the manifesting generators selling. We're going to look at the difference between we as non-sacral beings and them as sacral beings. Because selling for sacral beings is about 
responding. That is where their power is at. That is where their capability is at. That is why we have all of these selling strategies around, you know, getting people into DMs, getting people into sales and discovery calls, like getting people on the phone, um, always responding to people's needs, like listening to people during your, your launch and your sales process. And then, you know, launching a sale, doing a last minute FOMO. It's always responding. It's always responding to the energy and the experience that they're having around them because that's what lights them up. That's what sparks them. And that's what people get enamored with. They get drawn in like moths to a flame to this beautiful, bright, shining light energy. It's like sunshine, that sacral energy. And they want to respond to that and they want to come into that. And so they do, they, they buy because they're receiving that energy. So, so our sacral beings really are the ones with the sales tactics where they can go out. They can go out and they can reach people and they can bring that sunlight to people and they can bring that energy to people and really engage in this kind of responsive conversation. Manifestors are not designed to be responsive. Manifestors live behind a closed aura. We are not designed to be constantly engaging with people. So therefore, our sales and our selling of our initiations cannot be based on strategies of responsiveness, cannot be based on strategies of going out to reach people, cannot be based on strategies of, hey, I will put everything on the line and I'll be available and you can talk to me and we can go through all these details and I'll explain everything and I'll try to convince you to buy this thing that I've initiated. And not only does that leave us feeling exhausted and it leaves us feeling very much triggered into our not self theme because we get really angry when we have to explain ourselves and when we have to kind of share our energy with other people, but it's also very triggering for our shadows. We then very unconsciously and immediately step into behaviors around trying to prove ourselves, around trying to prove our value, around trying to prove the value of what we have initiated Depending on what your your energy center construct is like, it's going to trigger particular shadows and conditionings in there. If you have an undefined ego center, this is going to trigger a lot of narrative around value and around worth. If you have an undefined G center, this is going to trigger feelings of, am I enough? Am I good enough? What is my identity? I need to be more than I am. If you have perhaps an undefined root center, this is going to trigger you to feel like I need to take more action. I need to do more things. I need to push harder. I need to work harder in order to show that this is worthy. If this, if you have an undefined emotional center, this is going to express itself with, I need to ensure that everybody is happy. I need to ensure that I'm dealing with everybody's emotions here and I'm fixing everybody's emotional state. As an undefined emotional manifester during a sales process, you are going to feel the intensity of everybody else's emotions through their confusion, through their decision-making, through their happiness, through their joy. You're going to feel all of it and it's not your responsibility to manage that. If you have an undefined spleen, you are going to be pummeled with fear. It's going to trigger you into feeling all of those fears and that doubt. If you have an undefined head center, it's going to take you to that place of feeling like, well, I clearly don't have all the answers. I need to find the answers. And when I can provide everybody with all of the answers, then this thing will work. If you have an undefined ajna, it's going to make you feel like I either have the wrong beliefs, the wrong opinions about this, I was just wrong, or Clearly, I didn't, I didn't put the right system in here. I didn't put the right strategy in here. I, I need to change the whole process. I need to change the whole system in order to make it perfect. 
So we see that just by trying to behave like generators, just by trying to be responsive like our sacral beings in our selling strategy, we actually trigger ourselves into an avalanche of other stuff that is not helpful and really derails the entire process. And of course, then blocks us from selling and blocks us from receiving money for our initiations and often kind of cuts us off at the knees. We end up making ourselves so afraid of initiating again that we stop doing it. And and we kind of almost like rationalize to ourselves that being uh, behaving like a generator or behaving like a manifesting generator in that sacral system is the best thing that we can hope for and that we really can't be successful as a manifester. Can you see how this is a dominoes effect? You know, we really start off with with one tiny thing and it creates all of these dominoes that fall over until ultimately we are so far away from that first step that we don't even recognize that it was the first step anymore. We don't even recognize that we could have done it differently. So selling as a manifester is all about being unapologetic about our energy, being unapologetic about our aura, being unapologetic about our initiations. As a manifester to sell, you don't need to go out to anyone. You don't need to justify yourself to anyone. All you need to be doing is really standing behind your initiation and saying, hey, I'm informing you that I initiated this. Have a look at this thing. I want you to have a look at this. I want you to see if you need this. I want you to connect with this if it feels right to you. Understanding that your your energy, your aura is going to either repel people away if it's not right for them or magnetize people to you when it is right for them. And you don't need to be doing anything else about that other than opening up your beautiful defined motorized throat, speaking out loud and informing everybody that it's there. On a deeper level, we are going to have specific areas of our charts, namely our energy centers and our gates that really will give you more detail on how you specifically as a manifester sell. That is a beautiful area of human design. I can absolutely recommend um, Intuition Lifestyle. She does an amazing amount of work in business for human design and is definitely a great resource to follow. You can absolutely check out the business, the Manifesto Business Bundle that I have that is also going to give you different layers of teaching and there's customizable options so that you can get custom chart reads for you, for yourself to really dive deeper into this. Um, You can get all of that through my Instagram or just click through in the show notes. But what is the, the first starting place here is to recognize that as a manifester, you are not going to sell in the same way that everybody else is. As a manifester, you're going to experience selling with a lot more vulnerability because it's your independent initiation that is on show right here and you're going to feel a bit vulnerable and you're going to feel a bit scared about that. But that additionally, you don't need to be using any strategies or any systems that mean you have to be reaching out for people, running after people, responding to people, engaging and stuff. You don't need to be doing the DMs. You don't need to be doing the sales calls. You don't need to be doing, you know, the complex in-depth sales pages. You don't even need to be doing things like the opt-ins, the sales funnels, you know, the, the email nurture sequences, unless they feel good to you as a strategy. Your power manifester lies in selling by informing. 
by using that magnetic quality of your voice to say, this is what I've initiated. This is what it is. And if you want it, come and get it. If you want it, I've made it available for you. So come and get it. Strategically, all you need to be doing in business for that is to have it available, right? Do the work to to put it available on a platform. Get some sort of ability for people to buy it, whether that's on a website, whether it's on another hosted platform, have an integrated payment process or do invoicing, whatever it is, you just need to make it available to buy. That's all. Otherwise, you just let everyone come to you. And I know that that is scary and I know that that can can seem oversimplified. Certainly when I first heard things like that as a manifester, learning how to be a manifester in business, I was like, look, you have clearly just swallowed the blue pill. That is not possible. I could not just create something and then let people come to me because no way, no how will that work because that's never how it works for anybody that I've ever seen. So like you've given me some really interesting inspirational stuff here, but it's just not practical. It's just not reasonable. And now that I'm on the other side of that, now that I really have integrated that I've I've jumped off the cliff I've closed my eyes I've trusted that I'm going to be taught and I have unapologetically allowed that to be the way that I run my business and the way that I sell I now have so much evidence and so many experiences of how much that does work for a manifester how much that does work for a manifester so now I feel confident in it and now I feel certain in it and now I feel sure that yes it's absolutely the right path for me as a manifester and I don't need to sell like a generator but if you're at that place where where it seems too far-fetched it seems like a fantasy it seems like that's a nice idea but that doesn't work in reality I want to challenge you to experiment with it Take that upon yourself to experiment with initiating something in your business and selling it without a single piece of generator sales strategy and just lean into trust. Just lean into informing, right? Just utilize your manifesto power and trust that it's all going to work out. And if you feel kind of dicey about that, if you feel like that's too big a risk to take, then again, open up that beautiful mouth of yours, use that throat and inform the universe that you absolutely want to be financially supported through this experiment. You absolutely want to be financially supported through this experiment and that you are waiting on the universe to do it. You are trusting the universe that she is going to do that for you and you will not accept anything but that experience. Trust me when I say that the universe is standing there outside your closed aura, hands ready, everything ready and available to align everything to what you inform her of. There is no way to change this experience for yourself in business other than to just jump manifester. So everything that you see other manifestors who are in alignment in their business experiencing all of this, like people just coming to them, money flowing to them, these launches and initiations that are easy and that are financially abundant, that all comes on the other side of jumping off that cliff and trusting that you're going to get caught. The question for you is, are you at a place where you are ready to do that yet? Okay. 
We've done a beautiful little look into pricing and selling as a manifester in business and how that all relates to money. Again, like I said earlier, I feel like this is such an area where we could go into so much depth and have so many podcast episodes on all of this. I can't cover it all in one, but if this is an area that you really want to have more podcast episodes on, you want to have some some more teaching available on this, on this free platform, then take a screenshot of this, share it on your social media, tag me and let me know that you want more of it. Inform me, manifest it, publicly inform me and I absolutely am here ready to initiate and to bring more teaching and more insight around this. It is my greatest privilege and and my greatest honor to bring awareness to your life, to unlock you into more depths of your own power so that you change the world because that is exactly what you are here for. All right, that's it. That's everything for this episode. Thank you so much for joining me. I cannot wait to catch up with you next week for our podcast episode next week and share everything about all of the juiciness of that teaching. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Hunting for Purpose podcast. I hope that my words, my sharing and the spiritual wisdom that came through today's episode have a magnificently transforming impact on your life. If you love this episode, I would be so humbly and truly grateful if you would share it on your social media. You can tag me on Instagram or Facebook at The Holly Marie. And also, please consider taking a moment to leave a review right here on iTunes so that this information, this podcast, and this spiritual transformation can be spread to even more people. Again, I cannot wait to see you for the next episode of Hunting for Purpose.